We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A lot of folks who are associated with VMI have really felt like I've singled them out unfairly in the last couple of weeks for criticism. And, you know, I just want to remind you, it's not just me. There, are, there is a group of alums, and I think it's a significant group, that's very concerned about the future of VMI, based in large part on the direction that was given to VMI from the former governor of Virginia, Ralph Northam. And um, I'm sensitive to that, I, and I debated whether to even bring this up this morning, um, but I don't think it would be fair for me not to tell you that the Folks at VMI have now reached out to me and have said, hey, we would like to talk to you, and we would like to invite you to the post, to VMI. And, uh, you know, they proposed a, a, a day of things for me to do on, on post. Uh, it's not like I'm completely unfamiliar with VMI, but, you know, I didn't go to VMI. I was not a cadet there. I wasn't on the rat line. So... Um, I'm interested in that, and I don't, didn't want to go away for the break without just being straight up front with you as the audience to say that I appreciate the fact that General Wins, who's the superintendent, and uh, some of his deputies have at least extended that offer. I'm not sure uh, how to schedule it, and I'm not sure that some of the things that they want to do are exactly what I want to do, But uh, and, you know, and I'm not the person you need to worry about. You need to worry about your alums. Um, but I did appreciate the fact that even with the very contentious discussions that we've had over the last few weeks in public on the radio that I'm sure they're not happy about, they were willing to extend that invitation. So when we get through Thanksgiving, I'm going to figure out how to do something with them. Um, but I wanted to share with you, since I've been so critical, I think it's only fair for me to tell you that they have reached out to try to uh, clarify some things. I wish they'd come on the radio. I don't know that I necessarily need to take a trip to VMI, but you know, that's something, something positive that acknowledges, hey, we got a problem here. Let's talk through it. And maybe, maybe in all fairness, since they have not come on the radio, maybe I'm un, uh, I have not been successful at illuminating their position on some of the things that we've been critical about. So just wanted to share that with you. We'll pick that up next week. Okay. Uh, now, there are other schools that are in trouble, and you, you, during the riots of 2020, I was really harsh, and I think fairly, about Virginia Commonwealth University, where I was an adjunct professor. So it's not like I have it out for VCU, but, you know, President Rao uh, did not want to come on the radio. I'm just puzzled by these university presidents who don't want to talk about problems and 
demonstrate to the public that they are in charge and they have got solutions to problems. I mean, to me, it's like they don't even want to acknowledge there's a problem. So that's weird to me from a leadership standpoint. That's weird to me. So I don't I don't apologize for beating up on VCU. I think they deserved it, and I hope that that um, made them a little more sensitive going forward to some of the behavior of their own students and faculty and uh, realize that there are people watching them. They're not just going to roll by uh, without responding to conflicts in the community. But, you know, the other day I was reading the Richmond Times-Dispatch, and something popped up that was a little surprising to me. Bill Lighty who is the chief of staff to two Virginia governors, both Democrats, Mark Warner and Tim Kaine, and has had a long career in Virginia, who's also uh, on staff and and is a faculty member at at VCU. He wrote something in the Times-Dispatch that was really critical of VCU, and it surprised me a little bit. So I asked Bill if he would join us today, and he's with us this morning. Bill Lighty, good morning to you. I appreciate you coming on. Happy Wednesday to you. Well, thank you, John. Good morning to you as well. And um, I can't possibly uh, be on your show without telling you um, how sorry I was to hear the passing of your father earlier this year. Um, what a true Virginia gentleman. You know, a pleasure of working with him. I, I wasn't going to say this, Bill, because I don't want to tank the interview, but, you know, he did not get along with your bosses on occasion in the governor's office. But I remember him coming home and talking about a good relationship with you. And, um, you know, he didn't dislike Mark Warner or Tim Kaine, but I think you were able to work things out with Republicans in a way that sometimes the politicians couldn't. So that's interesting you bring that up. I appreciate you saying that. Well, he, um, we certainly had our policy agreements, and, and they certainly were intense at times, but he yes. was always, okay. um, always did it with mutual respect. Well, I'm, I'm thankful to hear that. I appreciate it. Well, I, sum, sum up for for our audience what you had to say in the times dispatch and i have to tell you as an as a virginia gentleman and kind of the old school mindset of we don't necessarily air our dirty laundry in public i was a little surprised to see this so what motivated you to offer this critique in public for president Rao and vcu um in in large well um john i think it's important to point out that my my intent was to critique the strategic plan that VCU has recently adopted uh, more than um, really um, air, as you say, dirty laundry with President Rao. Like you, I'm very happy at VCU. Um, Just a little concerned about the direction that the new strategic plan is taking the organization. Mm -hmm. And so what really prompted it was, um, as someone who actually teaches strategic planning, the the singular focus of the plan on national prominence rather than on student achievement is what bothered me. Well, walk me through that. I just reread the story in the Times-Dispatch, and I hope our audience will take a few minutes today and, and dig it up and look at it. But walk me through your concern. Um, well, it's, it's, it's one of – well, I'll tell you a real quick story. So okay. Um, Governor Governor Warner created this system called uh, Virginia Performs, a performance management system for the entire state. And when Tim Kaine became governor in 2007, um, I wanted to kind of check on it and see where we were at. Mm-hmm. And um, brought in a, a team of national experts on performance management systems, and they spent a day and a half with us and then had dinner with Governor Kaine. And... Um, we asked them to, you know, critique the system and, you know, as much as you would with a strategic plan. And the following morning, as we were kind of saying our goodbyes, um, 
one of my former professors, if you will, um, Robert Bain from um, Duke and now Harvard, um, said, you know, Bill, you're, you guys in Virginia can really row a boat. You guys really know what you're doing. You can knock it out of the park and, and getting the efficiency and, and vigor and rigor of getting things done is uh, fully on display here in Virginia. It's just that that you're not really sure sometimes, I think, that um, which river you're on. And um, and so more than anything else, I just want to make sure that VCU is rowing on the James River in Richmond and not the Charles River in Boston. Right. Now, one of the things you acknowledge in your piece is that the the – the structure of the schools here in Virginia is designed to get out-of-staters to pay full price. So there's kind of a built-in incentive to recruit those students. Is that good for us to you know to give Virginia students a break and make the out-of-state students pay more since their parents aren't paying taxes here or they're not paying taxes here prior to their arrival at VCU? Is that is that getting twisted on us? Well, it's uh, unfortunately, it's not an option that VCU really has because yeah. the state funding formulas really drive us in that direction, mm-hmm. um, which is unfortunate. Um, but we're competing nationally with a, a very shrinking pool of potential students. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a consequence, we have to compete um, for those students from out of state if we want to use that, that leverage of their additional um, tuition to try to help us out in Virginia, so it's it's not a it's not an easy um, issue to, to grapple with. It's a, a shrinking pie of students, um, and um, VCU needs to you know be able to compete for the students that it does get. I just would like to see VCU competing more for in-state students, even though they pay less, mm-hmm. um, because that is a traditional role. So. Perhaps one of the, the things that needs to be done is to look at that particular funding mechanism that the General Assembly has put in place and to recognize that not all schools in Virginia um, have the same ability to compete for out-of-state students. You know, VCU, my perception of VCU has changed dramatically over the last couple of decades. When I was in high school, VCU was not on my list of schools that I would look at. I mean, I'll be honest with you, primarily because as much as I love my dad, I was trying to get the hell out of here so that I wouldn't be under his thumb, uh, just to be blunt. So I was looking out of state. But the school, I think the perception of the school has changed. Not to say that it was ever a... um, second tier school i don't mean that at all but there were it was kind of like, like the local school that was good that people went to if they weren't gonna go out of state i don't want to say if they couldn't go out of state but they if they weren't gonna go out of state and now it appears to have a a reputation that's a little little broader isn't that a good thing for vcu doesn't that make us stand out a little bit more well, it does, John, um, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with D.C. being that quirky little art school uh, that has a fantastic medical school affiliated with it and concentrating on that rather than concentrating on trying to also be equally competitive in all the other areas of education that it provides. Yeah. As, as, a, as an administrator, um, 
on the state level and having watched a lot of people come and go, there does seem to be something of a revolving door with some of the leadership, particularly over on the medical campus. And I, I wonder if you have an observation about that. Am I fa- Is that fair for me to say, or do you think that that's uh, just a perception well, that's incorrect? I think it's a pretty much a factual observation that there's a pretty high turnover, particularly at the C-suite level um, at VCU. And um, We pay them a lot of money, bad. don't we? Well, uh, that that is one of the things I note in my article is that it's not just that we have uh, a number of very high-level executives, but there's an increasing number of high-level exep- executives. Mm-hmm. And again, John, this is something that's uh, endemic to all of higher ed as well. But um, there's a you know little meme somewhere out there that says, you know, president says, oh, my gosh, we got declining enrollment. What do we do? Um, and the faculty says, we need to create a deanship of declining enrollment. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and yeah. so so that's what they do. Um, and so, you know, it just seems like the, 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 the biggest solution to everything seems to be creating yet another office of. With a huge price tag associated with it that somebody's got to got to pick up. Well, I thought the piece was very interesting. You can read it in the Richmond Times-Dispatch from Bill Lighty, the former chief of staff to two Virginia governors. And you know, this is the first time we've had a chance to talk on the air, so I appreciate you coming on. If, if, you, um, if you decide to write another piece, give me a heads up. I'd love to have you back to chat through this. I respect your you know, life experience and professional experience and your uh, very thoughtful, unemotional assessment of things, Bill. Thank you. Thank you, John. Happy Thanksgiving to you and all your listeners. Thank you very much. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.